Coming up on TMS, Elon Musk is a tweet away from being a supervillain. TMS is my emotional support podcast. Van Junctivitis. Jesus S. Crust. <laughs> it was so protracted, I didn't expect it. Begin agains. Scott's eye is poopy. Scott's eye is not supposed to be poopy. Nick can have pets at his apartment. Okay, boomer. She's lump. She's lump. She's lump. It's in her neck. Hot tub grapefruit machine. I don't like TikTok teens. Giving the stink eye to the pink eye. Wouldn't it be nice to have, I was almost going to sing that. Wouldn't it be nice to have metabolism on your side? Wouldn't it be nice? No, how would it go? Wouldn't it be nice to have metabolism? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Garbage collection nodes. What's the difference between a dog and a monkey? Taking college classes with Bill. Jury duty and more on this slightly blurry episode of The Morning Stream. Monday morning, we realized we had to evacuate. We had to get out of there. And so I called Chick-fil-A. Now that sounds kind of funny. But I ordered two grilled chicken burritos with extra egg and a boat. And can you believe that the manager, one of the managers of Chick-fil-A, she sent her husband to pick us up. And uh, we are so grateful and so thankful. My name is Marvin Dre. Muffin Dre? The morning stream. The Morning Stream. Look out, Muppets! Hello, welcome to The Moan and Scream. This is Scott Johnson, that's Brian Ibbett, and we're here again to do another show. Hi, Brian, how are you? Hello! 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 If you don't know what that is, you haven't played a play date with us, so get on that. Uh, what's the matter with you? Oh, what's gosh. wrong with you people? So, uh, you know, it's one of those mornings, man, where I get up. My right eye is prone to getting weird little infections in it. And I don't know why. Okay. And the doctor said, no, nah, you sure. just got unlucky. And I haven't been for the second one. But I got a fresh new one in this eye. And I think it's because Van was over and he uh, touched me in the eye with his hand. So I think oh, I got no. a little... Little uh, freaking bacteria boy hand in my eye. Oh no, a little poop in the eye. Probably. So now oh. I got this like really blurry right eye business going. <laughs> you have conjunctivitis now. Yeah, I got conjunctivitis. <laughs> you probably can't see it as well. It's not nearly as flared up as the last one where it got all red, but uh, it's still just like, gosh, dang it! I woke up oh, all goopy geez. and eye oh. hurts a little bit. And I'm using these here drops. The doctor says the good kind. Sustain is the brand he recommended. Yep, yep. Yep, he says this. Well. Is, he says this is the only good stuff on the market, so use these. And I said, "All right." I got them at Costco. Got them on sale. And here I am with poo in my eye. It's been a great day. <laughs> Here's poo in your eye. That's my favorite <laughs> toast when I'm at uh, Bennigan's drinking yep. with, uh, with everybody. Oh, Bennigan's. I know. Mm, I know. Brian, don't you miss a Bennigan's? Mm. I kind of do miss the begin. The, the begin again. The begin again. It was it's too bad he can't begin again. Yeah. Bennigan's. Uh, yeah. But they could do another one of those deep fried sandwich things that were so good. The Monte Cristo. That's that was one. so bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so bad. So. But good. they were. I want to say that they were the first restaurant that I remember that started the whole craze of nailing random crap to the walls. Uh, yeah, probably. It's the first time I saw it. I think. Let me think yeah. about that for a second. Yeah, like, TGI Fridays came later. Yeah, and they've um, kind of perfected the Red art. Red Robin. But, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, TGI Fridays did. Yep. They became famous for having shit all over the place, but but exactly. yeah, I I I remember. I have fond feelings for for a place like Bennigan's, but it's also 
I don't know if I would now. That was a thing for my mm-hmm. my early twenties to just go binge and eat and not care, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because it didn't matter. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna get any fatter. I wasn't gonna get any you know, I wasn't gonna feel gross after because when you're in your early twenties, you don't feel anything. Dude, metabolism is is on your side. Metabolism gets along with you just fine yeah. back uh, in those days. You just burn it. Not so much now. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like yeah. putting a log in a fire; it just burns away. No big deal. But not now. Yeah. <laughs> Tomato says uh, so. Applebee's did it too, but um, did they? He says that all the Applebee's are closed. I don't. Are they really? Because I know that there's a. Uh, there's one near There's us an that does not far from us that I think is open. Yeah, ours does curbside and uh, pickup mm-hmm. and delivery and stuff. They do DoorDash and all that. Maybe mm-hmm. it must. It might be different. It depends. Maybe it's a uh, they're a franchisee thing, right? Where yeah, uh, I think so. Single owners or whatever. So maybe they do it different in different places. Maybe I don't know. Chili's I know is still moving moving strong. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't love going to those <laughs> places anymore either. I used to. Again, those were the same the same kind of thing. Same. And, early uh, yeah, 90s man a- early mid 90s i was always one of those places was fine i didn't care how much food you put on that plate just load mm-hmm. me up it didn't matter can't do mm-hmm. it can't do it now the only of the the only one of those places i think i still go to is red robin i still like red robin i still like the uh the bonsai although you get it with chicken now instead grilled chicken instead of uh, uh patty and it's just as good maybe better and if i if I, I think so yeah and yeah. i think if i'm feeling like a real wild man i'll get a topless which means no top bun, and you just eat it with a knife and fork. Can you? Do you just say it to the lady? I would, I'd like a topless. Can I get that? T- would you bring that to me, topless, please? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that could get you can get in trouble for that particular. You could, yeah, you, you totally could. That yeah. little instruction there. Um, all right. Well, speaking of food that you pick up someplace, sure. Uh, this week we decided that our one time a week to uh, do takeout would be mod pizza, mm-hmm. and so. <clears throat> Kim was uh, out there already with uh, Carter and Nick. Nick moved apartments over the weekend. It's a long story, but he got a better deal in any place. He's got a friend with him now, cool. a roommate he actually likes. So blah, 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 blah. Oh, also, this is the best part about all this is uh, they have a rule there, no pets. So once again, Nick's mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't bring Boomer with me. Boomer's technically his oh. dog. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> he, he adopted Boomer, paid for her and everything. But yeah. because since he's moved out, nowhere he's been has taken pets we've had to hang on to boomer which is fine we love boomer she's mm-hmm. great um sure but this new place he had this idea he goes i wonder if i could tell them that i have that that she's my like emotional support animal or whatever <laughs> and so he went to them and said hey if i have an emotional support animal is that all he says yeah but we require the paperwork you know somebody that, that signed mm-hmm. that says that blah 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 so he got my sister wendy to write a letter saying that nick uh this is Nick's emotional support animal. And all it needs to say is that that's that dog is his emotional support animal, which is true. Nick, Nick derives a lot of emotional support from this dog. Sure. Sure. Simple as that. And boom, now he gets to take the dog. So as of, that's not a bad idea. So Tristan and his, his clan are moving apartments at the end of this month. Yeah. And the, their dog is, um, part German shepherd. And, uh, they have a restriction about, certain dogs that they won't let into the apartment. So pit bulls, German shepherds, Dobermans, I think are all on this list, which is, which is unfair because it really is all about the owner. Pit bulls themselves aren't bad. It's, we had a couple owners that raised mm. them to be fighters and, and right. all of a sudden it's like the razor blades and candy. Oh my God. All pit bulls are bad. All candy is bad. The sweetest, and, uh, most, the sweetest, most docile animal I ever knew is a pit bull. So yeah, I, I'm with you. Exactly. 
But yeah. I wonder if they could get away with a um, emotional support letter. Maybe. They maybe could. That, mm. I mean, apparently they can at this place. This was enough for this landlord to go, okay, sure, why not bring it in? But I, you know, so obviously I can't speak for everything, but uh, theirs is less of an apartment and more of a, so it's in the avenues downtown and uh, it's a nice area, but they're, it's mostly homes and then a couple, in a couple of cases, homes that are converted into multiple apartments. And that's mm -hmm. what he's in is, is, is it's kind of a home gotcha. slash yeah. cordoned off apartment. Um, so multiple kitchens, multiple, all that, but it's all been rebuilt to do that. And, uh, and they don't take even the little dogs or cats. Mm. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Unless you go in there with this, you know. With this the emotional support uh, disclaimer. Yeah, which apparently <laughs> you can do online as well. Like, he doesn't have to do this with Wendy necessarily, but it's going to be a lot easier yeah. and cheaper. So yeah. that's what he's going to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hit Wendy up and say, hey, could you just, you know, uh, <laughs> just change the name, print us up one, two. Print, yeah. Just mass print these certificates. We'll hand them out the next uh, meetup. Yeah, exactly. So uh, anyway, that's that's cool. So anyway, also back to Mod Pizza. Sorry, I got totally sidetracked. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, I'm all, but also I'm a little melancholy because I don't like the idea of losing Boomer. It's gonna bum, yeah, it's gonna right, bum me sure. out. Although I'm sure there'll be plenty of opportunities to watch him while Nick has a thing to do. I'm sure that'll come up. Right. I'm sure plenty right. of babysitting opportunities are just right around the corner here <laughs> for Kim and Scott. But anyway, uh, so they're they're out doing that and they're on their way back and they decide to do curbside pickup at a mod pizza. We like mod pizza. I get the the cali or the uh, cauliflower crust thing you and I always talk okay. about. Yep, love that. No problem. All's great. Today I went or yesterday I went really basic. I'm like, all right, look, let's just do you know. Uh, pepperoni, uh, some green peppers, cheese, and that crust. I don't want to go. I don't need all the extra shiz. Let's just get the basic business. All right. Sure. So they go pick it up. They bring it home, and everybody's got their different whatever. Kim got a salad. Carter got a you know veggie pizza. All this stuff. Mm -hmm. Open up the pizza. Everything looks fine except I notice vaguely, and I didn't take mm -hmm. a picture of it. And I'm kicking myself for not oh, doing. I wish this. you would have. Yeah. I know. I'm so mad. I didn't take a picture. Part of it was because I was like, ah, that's not what that is. And I really like Mod Pizza, so I'm not like out to get them or anything. Mm -hmm. But it looked to me like on mine, which on the outside box had like a receipt that said Scott with a big S. Mm -hmm. uh, and Kim's had a big K, you know, Kim and all that. All mm -hmm. separated by name for some reason. I don't even know how that works. But in my pizza, there was like an impression of an S. And it was like someone <laughs> took their finger and went, made an S. And it was and it's not just like a random uh this looks like it could be an S kind of thing. I, I mean, mean it was I, I don't know. That's the problem. Maybe it was Brian, maybe it wasn't. I should have taken a picture of it. It seemed a little too intentional to look like a big fat cheese S. Mm -hmm. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but it looked like a big old S on one of the pieces that was cut bigger. Okay. And I and, oh, so and on if, one of the pieces. Okay. Yeah, as if it was like someone going <laughs> with their finger and just doing an S. But but I don't know for sure. And I was so hungry, I didn't care, and I ate it. Should I? Which I think is fine. Here's the thing. I think that um, uh, thinking about pizzas I've made. Yeah. The cheese usually, like if you're if you're you're cooking it, cook it to a, a to a golden brown. Oh yeah. If you try and write in that cheese, you're just basically going to move the cheese around. That's why when you pull out that one slice of pizza and all the toppings stay with the rest of the pizza and you basically just pull out a piece of tomato-soaked bread. Um, Do you think it's like a naturally the, occurring S then? like just. I think you got a naturally occurring S. If anything, maybe 
um, as they were putting the toppings and stuff on it and they were kind of smoothing things out. Yeah. Um, in the process of putting the cheese on, maybe they, they, you know, accidentally kind of brushed and made a, an S in there, but it seems like, I don't know. It seems like the, the process of trying to draw an S in a cooked pizza <laughs> is, yeah, it's gotta be difficult. Yeah, it's, it's gotta precarious. be like, you know, you need, <laughs> first of all, it'd be really hot, right? Because yeah, the cheese is right. super hot when they get it. And when I got the, the pizzas, it would were... have to be really soft to be able to do it. And then, and then if that's if it's that hot, you're not going to want to put your finger in there. No, no. I will say this though, uh, as usual, their cauliflower crust is it's to me it's indistinguishable from the real thing. Once yeah. I've had it, once Actually, you have it's it, a little and, crispier, which I really like. Yeah, I prefer that. Like I want, yeah. I want mm-hmm. a little, uh, you know, not harder, but it, like yeah, crispier. Tooth, good. you want a little tooth to yeah. your uh, pizza crust. Yeah, right. it's very, very good. Anyway, so if you did. Listen, mod over there on uh, that highway exit, wherever the hell that is. If you guys put an S in my pizza, it's fine. We're in hard times. I get it, man. <laughs> I get it. Maybe you just felt like you, you just had to do it. I get it. It's okay. Yes. I'm with you. You know, you're supposed to roll it, pat it, and mark it with a B and then put it in the oven <laughs> for baby. And, but, uh, yeah, I've heard that. But they went. Yeah. They went S. It's S ranked. That's what it is. S they ranked rank. my... uh, and S doesn't rhyme with with you know put it in the oven for baby and me. So that's what they did though. They S ranked my pizza. Now I've learned it. So in video game terms, <laughs> that's a really high rank for my pizza. That is yeah, right. It's S, best you can yes. do. S ranked my pizza. <laughs> if that's not a title, I'll eat my hat. All right. S ranked my pizza. Uh, Logan Larson, aka Dreadnecks, in the tadpole wrote in. Sure. And uh, wanted to give us a little bit of an update. It says hello, Scott and Brian. Just wanted to pass along an update that my wife tested negative for COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus, a.k.a. Rona. <laughs> I said all that. He didn't. Um, yeah. While I found it incredibly stressful to quarantine her in the bedroom while taking care of the of our five-year-old, I was unbelievably relieved when she got the call uh, and we could end the quarantine. I hope you and your families are staying well, and I still love listening to your show, says Logan Larson. Well, thanks, Logan. Good, good. And I'm really glad to hear that. Um, also, yeah, I want to say that he he was a call in maybe for uh, Babel Royale, and we talked about that. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Dread or, or a call now, maybe maybe it was a call now or something. But I remember yeah, Dreadnecks, the name Dreadnecks particular in particular. So I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, I was going to say this. So this I, uh, this isn't to meant make them feel weird at all. So hopefully it doesn't. But. Um, I don't know how many of these things are, are like confirmed or stuff and stuff, but I guess down in Florida and maybe they just mismanage a bunch of stuff in their medical system down there. I don't know, but some yeah. people get results that say, Oh, I know what it was. Okay. I'm sorry. Let me back this way up. My nephew and uh, my nephew and my niece. So, so Chuck, you know, Chuck, the, the leader of the band, uh, uh, brother, Chuck yes. performed yes. at our thing in Vegas. Got a, yes. got a record deal yes, out of that. Container park. Oh, yeah. did he really? Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. He got, he got, somebody was there that knew somebody and they got a record deal from that. And they are eternally thankful to you and me for, for setting that up. And I always tell him it's mostly Brian. He has all the contacts. I don't get to set much up, but. Anyway, uh, we should tell James sometime. And he goes, oh, yeah, I, just, I knew I was going to. Uh, oh, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> I talked to him and uh, Svet the other day and just said, I miss you guys. This is uh, yeah. the longest I've ever gone without seeing you guys. Usually it's, you know, twice a year I come out and see you guys in Missoula. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, well, we're all doing okay here. You know, it's uh, it's it's pretty much same, same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, so, he's so dead on. I feel like I'm talking to him. 
Um, but they, they're, uh, yeah, those guys are great. I miss all those guys. Um, yeah. anyway, so what was my point? Oh, so Chuck and April, Chuck. we're going to go in and get one done, uh, a test cause they were traveling a little bit and they thought, you know what? It wouldn't hurt. Let's just get one. And then last minute something came up and they got, they couldn't go. They, they had to miss it. So they missed the appointment and they didn't go and they canceled. They just said, Hey, yeah, we're not, we're not able to make it today. We'll, we'll get in there sometime. Okay. Three days later. They got in a mail, in the mail, uh, paperwork saying, you don't, uh, congratulations, your tests for coronavirus were negative. So they didn't even take the test. No. But they got the paperwork that says they don't have coronavirus. That said they don't have coronavirus. Now, obviously, it's some kind of stupid mix-up, mess-up, you know, paperworky, red tapey hoo-ha. Sure. If you want but... to, if you want to get, you know, conspiratorial about it, you can say, ah, see, this is what they're doing. They're making a bunch of tests that don't exist. Blah, blah, blah. You can do that too <laughs> if you want. But my point is lame. That's my point. Lame. Yeah. Yeah. Lame. No, I feel like that's that is pointing to a more serious problem. Like if they if their systems are so uh, flawed that by not showing up you get a negative result. What what does that mean for you know your test? If something, if one piece of paperwork or one button isn't pressed or one key is different on the keyboard that you typed in the name or whatever, um, who's to say that it's like oh no they have it? But oh no they got the paperwork that says they don't. Yeah, you know that's, weird, right? It's weird. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that at all. Not not at all. It really bugged I me. I don't like that at all. Yeah, no siree. Because then because then your brain starts going oh well if you're if you're gonna mess that up. Yeah, you're right. going to mess it all up. You're going to come back and tell me, good news, you don't have coronavirus, but you have syphilis. Or they're going to, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Like 10 other weird things. Like Herpes that. 10, but not COVID-19. Right. So, yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Oh, t- uh, Tal, uh, t- uh, uh, Talizarel is taking me to task. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're abusing the system. It, it right. is a support, emotional Nick, support Nick animal. Nick does need that animal. Yeah, of course he does. He's a, yeah. look. He's a sensitive kid. He needs a he needs his dog around, and he hates not being with her. Sometimes he'll come down here just to see her. And it, he, the other day, or one day, about a month ago, he cried about it. He was upset. Oh, they're all hitting. Look at them. They're all they're all taking the piss. <laughs> oh, I need Boy, that. Boy, Houdini's seven. I, I saw his uh, his all caps messages earlier. It's like, wow, pull pull that out of your hat. Yeah, Houdini seven. I need. Maybe y'all should be mad at the system that makes it so easy. <laughs> maybe you should be mad at that. Be mad at the whole system that makes it so easy that all you have to do is just say, yeah, it's emotional support handle. <laughs> oh, okay, bring him in. That's kind yeah. of the problem, isn't it? Okay, so should Nick get diagnosed? Is that is that the deal? Nick needs to get diagnosed. He's already been diagnosed. He has generalized anxiety disorder. He's been diagnosed. He has a thing. Oh. He just hasn't had hasn't hasn't ever had a dog assigned to him before. So if that's what they're asking, yeah. What's wrong with mm, chat room? <laughs> chat room crawling right up my pipe today. Right up the pipe. <laughs> no kidding. All right, you guys. Yeah, it's fine. Let, yeah. Them, let them have their moment. Uh, if you want to, if you want to talk to me, uh, you can email me and you can tell me all the reasons why, <laughs> why us, uh, skipping the, uh, the, the step of going online and doing this for free. Remember the guy, we had a story on the show where the guy, what was it? He made his support animals, like an egg or something dumb like that. What was it? Oh yeah. It was a, um, what was it? No, it was a weird lizard or, or, uh, it was a weird, 
Was it just something in... It was just an object or something, right? And they... It was an object. That's right. He used a picture of a dog, but then in the description, it was some inanimate object. Yeah, and they wrote back oh, and bees. said... bees! That's what it was. The picture was a picture of a dog, but he described it as bees. Oh, that's what it was. To, emotional to support the, uh... bees, exactly. And they that's gave right, it to him. Exactly. They said, sure, here you go. Here's your emotional support bees. Because that that's thing's right. a racket, by the way. If I, if Brian and I can get online right now and do this thing and just make exactly. it up and say, I have emotional support bees and they're going to give it to me. That's a racket. If Nick goes to his actual accredited aunt and she, and says to her, Hey, I want to do this. She says, well, that sounds good because you've got uh, uh GAD anyway. Right. Uh, right. Then, then I'm telling you, that's a more legit path to your emotional support animal <laughs> than the other bullshit online. Do you know how That's long right. it took exactly. me to get qualified to perform people's weddings? Less than six minutes. Right, yes, you're able to just go to a website, pay $2.50, and now I'm able to marry people. Look at the high horse we're going with today. This is... <laughs> All right, anyway, All right, moving on, people. check this out. Uh, measurements again. We got measurement conversation about the imperial versus the metric. You know, we got a lot of talk about that, a lot of chatter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On Wednesday's show, you talked about English versus metric measurement. Uh, this is from Bernie Walter. He says, I agree that the metric is superior. It also got me thinking about the English system. When you were a kid in school, they did an exercise in non standard measurement. Uh, you would trace the shortest kid and then use the trace as a measurement tool. The English measurement is biggest. Sorry, is the biggest and most adopted non-standard measurement system on Earth. The comedian Lisa Schlesinger said it best, quote, the English measurement system is based on a dream, unquote. <laughs> Love the shows, Bernie. Well, all right, Very there cool. you go. Yeah, I agree. We had a trivia. We played a game the other, uh, the other night called Half Truth. This was a gift from... Uh, Dr. Jerry, Jerry Tolbert, back there, Kickstarter, and um, and did a, a bonus purchase or something and got a second copy of it, which he sent to me, which is really cool. And it's a game that was um, designed by Ken Jennings and one of the guys who's done things like um, he's worked on the Magic the Gathering team and I want to say Robo Rally and and stuff like that. So he's um, he's really big in, as far as like the the board game community. And then Ken Jennings, of course, is you know, uh, Jeopardy savant. Oh yeah. And one of our questions, um, was, uh, Jeopardy which of these are actual, uh, metric units or yeah. metric measurements. Yeah. And it was things like drams, pikas, um, watts, uh, amps, uh, things like that. And, uh, did you know that watts and amps are both metric? Uh, I did not know that. So we've been using yeah. metric in those ways all this time. And we, and I didn't, I always thought it was something else. I don't know what I mm -hmm. thought. Kelvin's or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I thought. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Richard Garfield. That's exactly it. When Megas. Thank you. Yeah. Richard Garfield. Um, boy, incredible resume on this guy. Um, I know that guy. Why up. do I know that name? Why do I know that name? He created magic, the gathering. Oh, that's why. He, okay. Yeah, yeah that's, no, no, that's, no, it's totally that's the, the part I probably, I, I mentioned that he was involved with it. I didn't realize that he actually created it, but uh, he created Robo Rally. He uh, created the Star Wars trading card game, Artifact. Um, he also did um, Keyforge, Netrunner. He, he, was the, he was hired by uh, Valve to do that, uh, what was that game that failed miserably, their card game? Crap, mm. the one based on Dota. Can't remember the name now. 
crap. Anyway, that oh, one I don't know. Didn't do well. Not I minions. Guess. Not minions and. Uh, no, 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 no. It's a yeah. uh, uh, a card game. That's single word artifact. That's it. Oh, artifact. Okay, that is mentioned here. Yeah, digital trading card game. I yeah. didn't realize that was. I guess that's based on the Dota Two universe. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that no. thing completely crashed out and did not go well. But uh, mm-hmm. which is too bad because uh, that guy's great. And he he claims that. There was a lot of problems like working with them and stuff, so who knows? But they're maybe redoing that game. But yeah, Richard Garfield. For some reason in my head, yeah. I was thinking of Richard or who's the guy that made Ultima? Richard Garriott is who I was thinking of. Richard okay. Garriott. 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 Wrong guy. <laughs> All right. There you go. Uh, cool. So there you go. There's a metric talk for you. Well, well done. That's what I like to hear. All right, you guys. Argue about that in the chat room for a while. <laughs> yeah, talk about metric. Go metric versus uh, the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay this out one more time just to make perfect sense of this. Okay? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, okay. it's okay. All I'm going to do is just explain it, and that's the end of it. Okay. Nick was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, GAD, as it's known for, for short. Uh, I hear Josh has GAD. Yeah. <laughs> Josh GAD has GAD. He might, actually. I don't know. He actually might, yeah. Um, I have it, so I know how it feels. Uh, he... Uh, talk to a professional in such an area who said, yeah, I will sign a thing saying that you are allowed an emotional support animal. He now has an emotional support animal for a legitimate diagnosed condition. He just was able to do it outside of the shitty system. And now he can have a dog in his apartment. There you go. Done. That's the story. That's it. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to this. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must go take my vitamins. Your news has upset me greatly. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by... Brought to you by Shop Coconuts, the website where you can pick up that great 2020 Sucks t-shirt that uh, that I wore yesterday on the show. Shopcoconuts.com. Don't everybody go there at once, apparently. Slow down. Uh, everybody uh, with the last name that begins with A through F, mm. go there during the 9 o'clock hour. G through Z. <laughs> Shopcoconuts.com. Nice. I want that shirt. Yeah. It's a great show. Uh, Florida TV reporter credits viewer with noticing her cancerous lump on her neck. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this just in. Take mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, get, get rid of that. <laughs> uh, television news reporter in Florida is credited with an eagle-eyed viewer for noticing a lump on her neck and e- emailing her that she should get it checked out. Victoria Price, reporter for the WFLA in Tampa, followed the advice and was diagnosed with cancer shortly thereafter. Price tweeted that she's undergoing surgery on Monday to remove the t- uh, tumor, her thyroid, and a couple of lymph nodes. Ooh, the whole the whole shebang there—that's no good. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, the the lymph nodes um, those can spread the cancer through your system. Tina's Tina had lymph nodes taken out when she had her uh, um, her lumpectomy uh, from her cancer deal. Her cancer deal. So wait, don't you um, need the? I thought you needed. I don't you know. Need anything those those about filter. Them. I mean, basically, those. I don't know. They filter, but I mean, basically, um, stuff going from one part of your body to other parts of your body go through the lymph nodes, and if there's the danger of cancer spreading to those, then then you've got to take them out. And so she had uh, uh, she had take, uh, lymph nodes taken out on one side, so she can't get like flu shots only on one side of her body now. Wow. Yeah. And that, and if you take all garbage, of them out, yes, exactly. Newcomb describes it right. They act as garbage collection nodes. That's pretty much it. But she still has them in the other side of her uh, body, and it's just really the the ones closest to the armpit, closest to the breast that had the 
the lump. Oh yeah, those that's they're super super uh, populated there, right? Like that's where some yes. of your major stuff is. So yeah. So if you remove half, can you you, mm-hmm. you can never not have you have to have some, right? Or, or or can you can you have every lymph node taken out of your body? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I I think the more you have taken out, the more you're in danger, the more you're immune compromised, and that's you know that's. Um, uh, part of her immune compromise situation is the fact that she doesn't have lymph nodes in one side of her okay. uh, side of her body. But um, but I imagine if you if you have them all taken out, you just basically have to be extremely careful. Yeah, she can't go into hot tubs. Same same as Nomic. Uh, can't do hot tub, hot tubs. I didn't know about the grapefruit. I wonder if Tina shouldn't have grapefruit either. Why not hot tubs or grapefruit? Um. Is the heat a problem? The heat might be a problem. Or is it chlorine? Yes, because it has to, right. She can go in a swimming pool, but I don't know if she can go in like a hot springs pool if it's over a certain temperature. But it is it is heat related as opposed to bacteria frappe uh, <laughs> related. Wow, that's hardcore, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I was not aware of that. And, yeah. And the, and the uh, sorry, the... I don't know about the grapefruit though. But, yeah. But... That's interesting. That makes me want to make sure that she finds out if that's a problem or not, because uh, it could be. And would it be? Would other uh, citrusy fruits be a problem as well, or just? I don't know why that would even be. Grapefruit. Really weird. I know my uncle can't have grapefruit uh, anymore, and he had, uh, but he didn't have cancer. He had um, like a. Oh shoot! I should know this, and I should know this because Aunt Barb is listening. She gave me a lot of heat this weekend because I call her Aunt Barb. Aunt Barb. <laughs> she even signed my birthday card. Aunt Barb. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how all did she? Cap. How did she convey that? Just caps. All, all caps. <laughs> okay. And you knew immediately what she was doing when you That's saw. That's right. It. It's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a medication that he's on that grapefruit uh, interacts with, and I can't remember what exactly it was, but uh, oh, so he can't do, he can't do bacteria. She's gonna, she's gonna call me later and clarify eight things that I got wrong in this whole medical discussion. So maybe we should talk. Maybe we should go back to the uh, the news reporter. We'll definitely the, do that. <laughs> I did notice yeah. this yesterday. I was watching. Um, I don't know what I was watching. Some video somebody sent me, and it was a video of a monkey eating grapes, and it was great. It was one of those little monkeys that uh, that ended up dying and because they ate the dates before Indiana Jones had a chance oh, to sure. eat it. Yeah, what is that a rhesus monkey? Is, is that what they're called? Re- I don't know, but a little tiny monkey with a little or diaper on. Brian Dunaway would call it a Reese's monkey. Yeah, a Reese's monkey. <laughs> um, but one of those little itty-bitty ones, and it's a, this adorable little monkey, and he's just eating grapes, and he sent the video because it's cute of this monkey eating grapes. Yeah. And then I just, for some reason, I'm just sitting there, and everyone, or Kim and uh, two of my kids are over, and, and I just go, I just pipe up out of nowhere. How come monkeys can eat grapes and dogs can't? <laughs> nobody can answer it nobody knows why oh really it's because yeah. uh dogs choke on it because of the skin i think if you if you're like a little monkey and you're like you're like eating you're 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 not swallowing it whole or gulping it down and i think there is something in the skin of a grape too that's bad for dogs something to, something that doesn't work with their digestion or something, something that doesn't work with their digestive system i think i okay. don't think it's just the fact that they swallow it whole yeah toxic <laughs> Oh really? Okay. Well, yeah. I might. Yeah. I might. I've, I've. I've never. I've always just heard "Don't feed grapes to your dog." But then I just thought, well, if you can't feed them to the dog, what's the difference between the dog and a, and a monkey? But then I thought, well, geez, what's the difference between a monkey and me? Like, the- what's the difference between a dog and a monkey? <laughs> Find out next. Yeah, chemicals in the grape that screw up the dog's stuff, and it, uh, Bobby Frank's. It's in the skin, right? It's in the skin of the grape, hmm. I think, or is it in the? I- 
Is, oh, I guess it's not in the skin. Chewy, just, Chewy 2000 says grapes and raisins are known to be highly toxic to dogs. The research has yet to pinpoint exactly which substance in the fruit causes this reaction. Oh, but even wow. in its dried raisin form, it's no good. Okay. Well, maybe, yeah. My dog would eat uh, raisins oh. if I put them in front of her, I guarantee it. So we will not do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a time where I thought she got a hold of a chicken leg and ate the whole chicken leg. Mm. And that's bad as they splinter, you know, those bones. Yeah, the, the bones, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I was so stressed out about that. But then later we found the bone. She had eaten the meat off of it and left the bone somewhere and uh, didn't eat the bone. So we were okay. Ugh, that was a bad day, though. And chocolate. What's with what's the deal with chocolate? What's the deal with chocolate? Yeah, coffee. Oh, coffee they can't, they can't you, do coffee? I didn't know that. No, if you drop, like, coffee beans on the floor, it's it's bad. What, um, happened, what, happens, to, what happens then? They get really overexcited and uh, jittery. No, I don't. I don't know the specifics, but it's like it's kind of like the same, uh, the same thing as the chocolate. The um, maybe it's caffeine or something, but it's it can it can screw them up. Yeah, I can see that. Dark chocolate, especially. Oh, look at this. So here we go. Here's the list from uh, Pops and Recline. Uh, alcohol, bad to give your pet. Well, duh. Avocado, don't give it to birds, rabbits, donkeys, horses, and ruminants. Including sheep and goats. What's a root? Wait, what's a ruminant? Well, I've never heard that ruminant before. Is the is the animal family that includes sheep and goats. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that term. Ruminant. Ruminants. Okay. Uh, then you got to get specific, sir. What kind of ruminant are you looking for? Oh, a goat. <laughs> like a goat. Right. Yeah. Mares dozy dots, but don't give your sheep avocado. Man. Uh, yeah, chocolate, coffee, caffeine, bad for pets. Citrus, bad for pets. Um, citrus, really? Yeah, it stems, leaves, peels, fruit, and seeds of citrus plants. <laughs> so all Rosenberg. So I can't give my pet the stems, leaves, peels, fruit, and seeds. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect for him. It's perfect. Uh, coconut, coconut oil, grapes, and raisins. Uh, kidney failure for grapes and raisins, macadamia nuts, weakness, depression, vomiting, tremors, and hypothermia in dogs, uh, milk and dairy, nuts, onions, garlic, and chives, raw or undercooked meat, eggs, and bones, salt and salty snack foods. Jeez. Yeah. That's gnarly. Wow. Yeast dough. Whoa, really? Yeah, yeast I gotta, dough can I gotta rise. Be careful. What about bread that's yeasty? Just like a- I think bread is, uh, once it's once it's cooked, probably is okay. All right. This is good. Yeah. We're we're educating dog owners Sweet. everywhere today. This is good. Yeah, we uh, give uh, we do give um, popcorn today's, and I'm seeing that maybe we shouldn't because it's saying. I mean, we don't we don't go crazy with the salt, so I know that salt is isn't very good. So we don't go crazy with the salt on the popcorn, but maybe we need to stop doing that too. Yeah, you never know. Speaking of things you shouldn't feed your dog, someone in the chat brought up uh, Norman. If if uh, like yeah, don't bo- feed Norman to your dog. Either. Yeah. yeah, it says here if if uh, if Boomer gets depressed, you give. Can we give Norman to Boomer as a uh, <laughs> emotional support That's, animal? You, you know, it's kind of funny because that really is what Inara. We knew that um, we knew that Ruby, our, our chocolate lab, yeah. was aging and starting to have some health issues, and so one of the reasons we got Inara was to have a companion for Daisy. Mm. And Inara takes to that job more seriously than any other thing that she does. Wow. Um, when Daisy is stressed out, shivering, you know, fireworks, thunder, anything like that. Um, and Nara just goes over to her, rubs back and like, Aww. you know, paces back and forth and kind of rubs That's on so her. That's so cute. 
Yeah, I've got I've gotten it on uh, on video. It is the most adorable thing. And I love that. I don't know if it helps, but uh, uh, it freaks Daisy out in different ways. Like, why is the cat doing this? Oh, yeah. Is she gonna yeah. tenderize me to eat me? Yes, it depends on. Yeah, the dog's reaction is important in this case. I think if yeah. they're willing to let the cat do that or not. But or, yeah. this would never happen between. Uh, <laughs> Carter's right. cat. There's no way it would happen. But. No, it'd be uh, it'd be uh, total have problems with it. No, you spelled it right, Claire Gack. It's Inara, like uh, like the like space hooker Inara from Firefly. Yeah, space hooker Inara. Inara of the of this little uh, little. Oh, there, little oh, there she is. Yeah. Bobblehead. Hi, <laughs> hi. I'm here to do sex things for you. Fifty fifty space credits. Yeah, that's all <laughs> I need for my sex things I do. Around the world is a whole new meeting. <laughs> Meet me in my ship. Um, I was going to say one other thing about Norman. He didn't, uh, we don't have Norman anymore. So I thought I told this on the show. Maybe I didn't, but. Uh, the snake? Yeah. We got a insurance, we had an insurance tester. I swear I told this story, but anyway, it's somebody come out and do blood Ooh. tests for the insurance thing. Yeah. A year and a half ago, whatever it was. And uh, mm-hmm. she raises and keeps, um, ball pythons has a ton of them and loves them and uh was really into them and at the time we were like well we're kind of just feeding him holding them once in a while and then if a kid comes over he'll want to touch the snake but really that's the life of norman and it's kind of not fun for him mm-hmm. uh, i don't think anyway and so she says well i we'd be happy to add him to our you know to our little farm of snakes and i said well then here you go and we 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 said our goodbyes had a long tearful hug with norman and then sent him sent him on his way. Aw. Yeah. He went was, to live in a farm upstate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but really did. I'm trying. Yeah, my mom, doing my mom good, when so. we, we got rid of one of my cats when I was a kid, and she said, yeah, we sent him up to live in a farm uh, out uh, out east. You, sent, you can't say upstate in, no, in no. Colorado. You got to go, you know, out east to the plains. And it turns out it really was. I asked her later. I said, was that just a thing you said to... You know, as a as a kid, because you had her put down, and you said live, live in a farm out uh, out east. Yeah. No, no, she really went to live on a farm out east where she's catching mice and having a great time. And oh, like literally, <laughs> did the thing. That's great. Literally, yes. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. It's like gave her the opportunity to come clean, and she she said, "No, nope, nothing to come clean about." It's the truth. Yep. I don't have any. As far as I know, we didn't. Oh, we did have the one. <laughs> we were taking one of the kids' cats. That was a feral, angry piece of shite. This cat mm, mm-hmm. was such a brat. Well, it's really pet day here on TMS, isn't it? Anyway, it is. Yes. Uh, I think I told this story. Did I? I took this cat. I don't know. You know I gonna, we got new listeners all the time. We, we we're going to repeat when we need. That's to, true. You know? We're getting to the point. Where we're going to. Yeah. We're starting wondering what film sack movies we've done or not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, but I'm driving this cat up. Uh, if anyone lives in the Lehigh area here in Utah, you know that long Lehigh kind of highway that goes straight through Lehigh before all the new highways are put in, so it was the only way you could get in and out of there from Eagle Mountain. Anyway, um, I'm driving along that way and we're going to take it and give it to somebody who wanted the cat. They are like, yeah, we'll take, we'd love to have this extra cat. We're like, great, we'll bring it to you. Because the kids aren't taking good care of it and he's a brat and he tears everything up and he's just kind of a turd. And so mm-hmm. I had him in the car and I'm driving down the road and it's in the middle of the summer and my AC in my old Honda Civic didn't work great, so I had the windows down, and they're just kind of blowing, and I'm playing music. I think I even remember I was playing like CCR or something, some classic oh, rock. I remember this story. And we're going, I'm yeah. ripping down the thing. I think you did. I think I told, at least I've told you somewhere, maybe here. Yes, yeah. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, doing about 30, 35 down the road, the cat 
fires over my lap, out my window, and into a bunch of bushes. Mm-hmm. Just gone. Just pure. <laughs> <laughs> and saw that bush coming and said, I think I can do this. I yeah. think I can make my make a break for it. Yes. And there were way t- tons of cars behind me all going the same speed limit. I, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? There's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. That cat is gone. He hated us anyway. He was always trying to run away. That was it. He was out. He left. So we told the kids that he made yeah. it. I think I told the kids they were really little. I said, I think we made it. I said, we yeah, we found a new home. He's doing good. And <laughs> I had on my Santa liar pants, you know, going on. And then the in the end, I look at Kim. I'm like, oh my gosh, let this never happen. Let this please never come out that we that the cat right, jumped right, out and ran yeah. on his own. They have since been informed. They're old enough now to understand. It all mm-hmm. worked out, but I have met. I think I have told this story before. I can't remember. Cause I'm the kitty stunt man that makes Eastwood look so fine. <laughs> yes, city. And the time I threw a cat out the window. <laughs> that's, that's one way point. to interpret it. Yeah, yeah it's uh, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. You know, it's in talking about. Uh, we were talking about like forgetting. You know, we're oh, pretty soon sure we're going to be asking what film shack movies we've done uh, this weekend. Same time that. George and Barb were over, and we're playing that half truth game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I called my Echo Show Electra, and I could not <laughs> get the real name into my head for whatever reason. I had the worst brain fart. I'm like, Electra, Electra. Oh, you should train and it to do it that way, though. That's great. It's, you know, it is probably close enough. Let's see, let me try it. Electra. Oh, it worked. Cancel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it totally that's worked. Why, that's why uh, Daredevil can't have an uh, Echo show. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> hey, A-word he has to call her. <laughs> he has to say A-word, yes. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to tell you this one final story about Elon Musk. Sure. He's in the news. He's a he's Elon a famous Musk. rich guy with like some cool ideas and some nutty tweets. He's, okay. he's kind of uh, the closest thing we have to the potential origin story of a supervillain in, kind of, in America. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll see how it plays out over time. But he's just, he's just a sh- like a a, a a shit tweet away from being Lex Luthor. That's right. <laughs> well, check this out. Uh, Egypt, Egypt, the country of Egypt, told Elon Musk its pyramids were not built by aliens. They told him that because he had suggested maybe they were. Uh, SpaceX boss has tweeted uh, what appeared to be support for conspiracy theorists who say aliens were involved in the colossal construction effort of the Egyptian pyramids. But Egypt's international cooperation minister does not want them taking any of the credit. She says uh, <laughs> seeing the tombs of the pyramids builders would be proof. I think she might be taking the troll tweet a little too seriously. But anyway. A little bit. Yes, exactly. Uh, goes on to say the tombs discovered in the 1990s are definitive evidence. The experts say uh, that the magnificent structures were indeed built by ancient Egyptians. Here was this tweet exactly by the word. Egypt okay. bent pyramids open to visitors. That the weird and wonderful life of Elon. Oh no, that's a headline. Sorry. No, it's the the yeah. The, Here it the is. tweet is just underneath it. Aliens built the pyramids. Obviously, he wrote, <laughs> which has been retweeted more than eighty four thousand times. Uh, Egypt's minister of international cooperation said on Twitter uh, that she admired Mr. Muck's work. Uh, Muck, Mr. Musk's work. <laughs> Mr. Muck. Mr. Muck. Mr. Muck. Mr. Muck. But she urged him to further explore evidence about the building of the structures built by uh, four pharaohs of Egypt. Are there people that really believe this? Like for I, I know as I asked that, I, I'm of sure course there, there are. I'm sure there are people who think that. Uh, sure, there are people who think that aliens built the pyramids. Sure, because they all saw Stargate and 
couldn't get it out of the head. Or... <laughs> That's right. I forgot that was the plot, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the idea. They all came. Yeah. They were ships, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they were just derelict ships that never got off the ground again, or whatever. And or they were they're they're right. sitting in sitting in wait until the one day that waiting they'll for rise. waiting for gas, basically yeah. space gas. Uh, all right. Yeah, there's always there's always weirdos sure. out there. Is what mm-hmm. we know. It's what we've learned. And Stonehenge is a time travel device. <laughs> That's what I've been told. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Bill Duran will be here. Uh, we got Jerry. We're going to talk about that TikTok thing all week that was like, uh, are they going to ban it in the States? Are they not going to ban it? Now Microsoft might buy it, but the government wants a piece of the sale. There's like all ah. these weird things going on. Going to yeah. get his take on that and anything else he feels like talking about. And a bonus mashup today. Very excited about this one. Ooh. It might have something. Let's say it rhymes with Schmerd Schmeagle. The... Schmo Schmoffit of the Schmen times. Oh, <laughs> I really, I was really having a hard time figuring out what Schmerd Schmeagel meant until you said that. Okay, that's Schmerd Schmeagel. Oh, that Schmerd Schmeagel. That's Schmerd Schmeagel. That's pretty good. All right. Well, hey, uh, so, uh, song then. Yeah. You got one there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. This one comes to us courtesy of Black Panda PR. Thank you, Black Panda PR and Lone Tree. Sorry, Tone Tree Music. We have a Lone Tree out here. So I see that and I think, oh, it's Lone Tree. No, it's Tone Tree Music. Mm. Um, this is a singer songwriter by the name of Anthony DaCosta released his uh, first single from his upcoming album, which was completely written and recorded during quarantine featuring contributions from, uh, folks from the dirty projectors, Haley Williams, uh, the war on drugs, folks, folks, you know, names Mm. and folks, you know, Mm. um, this is the brand new song called slow motion panic. And, uh, uh, when I first heard this, I'm thinking, oh, this has such a cool um, Lindsey Buckingham vibe to it Oh, from uh, from uh, Fleetwood Mac. I really, really dig it. Anyway, oh, here's yeah. Slow Motion Panic from Anthony DaCosta.
out. After these messages, we'll be right back. It's one of the Japanese models. Is my heart in it? I think my heart's in it. I think my heart's in it. This is the morning stream. We are back, everybody. Welcome back. <clears throat> I want to make a quick shout out to Mikey BC14 in the chat room who sent me the coolest thing. Now, technically, this is a Christmas ornament, Brian. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But. It's so much more. About this thing. Very cool. It's a little tiny joust machine. And you might think, oh, that's cool, but does it do anything? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. And is it totally playable, or is that just a light inside that shows the screen? Just a light inside, not playable. Joysticks would break if you moved them. But it's like gotcha. this perfect, like, scale so replica cool. of my favorite <laughs> arcade machine in the history of arcades. The t- I'm Tempest- guessing it won't be too long before um, New Wave Toys creates a, a Joust. I guess they're yeah. I mean, I guess they're not sticking with the Atari because Dragon's Lair wasn't Atari, was it? No, that was definitely not Atari. Yeah, uh, I would love that. So Brian <clears throat> very kindly, as a gift, once sent me his uh, version of the te- Tempest one he has, and I have it back here. My my dream, more than an actual full size, full room arcade full of classic arcade games, mm-hmm. <laughs> would be. A scale model of a room full of classic yes. arcade games. Yeah, with that size, right? I've got the. Oh, I would die. Yeah, the, you saw my change machine back there too, right? Mm. That's yes, and that and that is way for whatever reason that's way more interesting to me than a full blown arcade because I just know how at some point I'm going to be like, well, I'm not going to play these that often. I just want to have it to have it, right? right so if I could right. take a table and just do like you know like people do with train sets or whatever. But just mm-hmm. make an ultra realistic space, <laughs> and just put machine. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Like just fire it all up. Yeah. Have all the sound have going. The, have a carpet. Uh, you know, really loud uh, neon carpet in there. And I yeah. want to do it. Maybe, maybe these. Maybe if they make more of these, maybe this is the size I go with because these will be easier for me to get. But I don't know if if there's like a ton of these being made or not. But there's um. Well, there's this other size too. Is there like something in between? No, it's a little bit smaller, but um, these are like keychains. Oh yeah, those are a and smaller. and they but they are actually playable. Like, uh, let me turn this guy on. Here's here's Frogger. Oh yeah, and Frogger. The, like loading screen is starting up here, and uh... I'd want to make a diorama of the guy from Fargo pulling the Frogger across the street in New York City from that Seinfeld yeah. episode. <laughs> right. That's what I dig do. Dig Dug, yeah, Dig Dug. I haven't turned it on, but anyway, these um these are keychains you can get, and they've got Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Galaga. What's that one over there? Space Invaders. God, that sounds that's so so accurate. I sounds know. so much like the real thing. I freaking love it. So Mike, uh, yeah. you're the man. Thank you. This was my one of my favorite things I ever got. I love it, and I I don't want to get more of these. I got to figure out a way to get Super a whole arcade cool. going. Anyway, yeah. Uh, the best part about the one you gave me, the the um, Tempest, is that mm-hmm. this guy. Where is he? Oh yeah. <laughs> I have the perfect height stormtrooper for right. Him. Yeah, my 3D printed Brian actually is um, is the right size to play that Tempest. That's awesome. Is that the one with the wiener you had to grind down? 
Yeah, I had to grind down the wiener. Grind down the wiener. See here, chat. See, here's the tempest, and here's the perfect height. <laughs> so accurate. Stormtrooper. When Magus, I did actually make an arcade in my uh, my upstairs in my house in Animal Crossing is uh, is an arcade. So I've got all the pinball machines. I've got the. Um, Mine's a basement one. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's okay. I like basement it. is where I put my turnips. Although I haven't bought turnips. I'm out of the turnip um, game for a while. I'm not. I, I'm, I finished. I stopped chasing that that shiny bobble because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. just like, yeah. do I really need this extra money? I really don't. Right. No. I mean, I've got 24 million bells. I don't need to. I don't need to play the turnip game. Yeah. Well, anyway, stormtroopers. Speaking of the turnip game. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk to Bill. <laughs> let's turn turn up for what? I uh, know. Bill Duran. That's who. Uh, let's get him in here. Get him on the air. Get talking to him. Always fun. Always good. Where's his thing? Right here. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran joins us as he does every Tuesday from PunishProps.com and from Seattle, Washington. Bill, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello. Uh, it's August, and I am not scrambling to finish something for Dragon Con. Oh, yeah. This would normally... <laughs> this... You know what? Nice change this year, right? <laughs> I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe one yeah. time off is okay. Like This really would be crunch time, though, for you, wouldn't it? Sure would be. Yeah. When, um, when is it? Yeah, what time uh, of year is it normally? End of August, the final week, or I don't remember when they usually. Yeah, it. yeah, um, Labor Day weekend. And did they decide to do any kind of digital thing this year, or whatever? Sure, I mean everyone's doing that. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I'm, I'm, I got other things I'm working on, which is really good. Yeah, that's uh, great. And I'm not scrambling for that, which is great. Great. Tell uh, us all about I, it. What's what's happening in your little lair right now? Well, I have been making a lot of things in Animal Crossing. Finally jumped on the train like a week ago. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if you guys have heard, but it's a, it's a pretty good game. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's been a bit of an obsession for us for, well, since March. So, yeah. 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 It's pretty so awesome. we're both Brittany and I are in, into that and uh, very much enjoying it. Wow. Very good. Uh, but what I wanted to talk about today, though, was art school because something i get asked a lot from young uh people trying to get into prop and costume making potentially as a career they want to know if they should go to school for that or or what major should they get into for you know prop making and uh and i would like to expand that to a bigger question just should i go to art school Mm -hmm. any creative young person's thinking should i go to art school i'd like to tackle that because i went to art school uh, and I know both you guys have at least some formal training in the arts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the arts, yeah. Yes. yeah. I went to and, uh, my call. My college time wasn't specific art school, but it's all I did right. at the school yeah. was art stuff. They had a pretty good program, so yeah. But mm-hmm. I feel you. So my quick take, and I'll, I'll get into a little bit deeper. But my quick take is that if you're going into into art school, if you're considering it, two things. One. Understand what it is that you expect to get out of the experience before you sign up, right? Mm-hmm. So that could be a degree, right? Could be. A lot of people are like, that's why I want to go to school. Uh, it's not the only reason to go to school. It could be, I would like to make more friends who are into the stuff I'm into. Sure. That's another good reason. Yeah, that's a good yeah. uh, mm-hmm. good place to find a... Networking. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I know right. when I... Uh, I was definitely one of the arty type people in my high school, and there were only a handful of us. But when I went to college, that's 
uh, specifically art school. Mm. That's all. Everyone there was the arty kid from their school, which was really neat. And I found companionship quite quickly that way. Mm. Uh, college is also generally a pretty safe place for you to try lots of things and fail, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need, if, if you, you're staying on campus, room and board is already, that. sure you may owe it, but it's paid for. So you're not like trying to make a living with your art before you really honed your craft and needing to make a living so that you can like pay your rent or anything. Mm-hmm. At least in college, you can experiment with what sort of art you want to make. You don't have to make a living at it and you're not going to run out of food or a place to sleep. That's a good point. Uh, you may also just want to live somewhere that isn't your hometown for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. These are these are all things, and there are many other things you can get out of a college experience. These are just some of the things that I found were valuable to me. Uh, the other thing I like to point out is uh, don't spend a lot of money. Don't uh, don't <laughs> spend a lot of money on art school. Yeah, just yeah, just late. don't. <laughs> just yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we always say it's like that's what I always my advice about weddings is is always like have something small, save the money for a better vacation or a better honeymoon yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like don't go too nuts. And no one ever takes that advice until it's over. And then they go, Oh, I wish you would have eloped. Everyone says it. They're like, Oh, well, yeah. we can't really keep mm-hmm. any of that. And you, for, it turns out it's more for your parents anyway. So it's mm-hmm. a little bit like that. And if Justin were here, he would actually, if I had to guess based on previous conversations on the show mm-hmm. would say, don't go to college at all because it's a <laughs> giant racket. Now I've, I've always said, depending on your pursuits, I'm of the belief that if you can get some art school slash art college in, you there's way more value in it than just I'm going to walk away here with a degree and therefore right. a better I, job now, prospects yes. because you I learn will, stuff. I will say, and this is probably the most important thing, um, the the school, uh, whatever school you go to, unless you have a professor or someone who just cares a lot the school is not going to make sure that you get the value you need out of the experience. Mm-hmm. That's on you. As the student, it is definitely your responsibility to make sure that you are getting out of the, the, what you're paying for. Make sure you're getting what you need. Yeah. Uh, those things, I, a degree, friends, a place to fail, all those things are things that if you want to get those out of the experience, it's on your shoulders to make sure it happens. Because if you just go and do your classes and think that, hey, they're just going to feed me all the knowledge I need. That's not the case. It's, yeah, and, no. and again, unless you, we, I had one professor who, who's still a very, very good friend of mine, Sven, who was really, really great. And he tried really hard to make sure we got a lot of good value out of our experience. But he was one out of the dozens of professors I had that, that cared that much. Do, you, do so, you ever say, Bill, you must stop making a 3D animated a penis. Do you ever say that? <laughs> no. No, he didn't. Okay. okay. All right. He let you make uh, he let you make uh, 3D animated penises with impunity. Just keep with making them. impunity. With In impunity. fact, our, that, uh, that pirate animation I showed a couple weeks ago, Yeah. watch it again. Okay. Look, look for the penises. Oh, no. 3D penis <laughs> impunity. Oh, no. There's like hidden... Easter it's, it's egg like, like a uh, like a uh, Hirschfeld <laughs> drawing. Yeah. Uh, so here here's a quick down on my my college experience. I was I wanted to go to like the art institute schools, or I wanted to go to the Savannah College of Art and Design uh, because they were flashy and exciting and cool and private. But the art institute of Pittsburgh was like thirty grand a semester, and it was like 
three semesters a year for three years or something like that. I would have owed a, a quarter million bucks or something at the end of it. And my parents are like, well, do you have a quarter million dollars? I'm like, well, no. And then they said, well, how many student loans have you applied for? I said, zero. I'm like, okay, well, you can't go there. <laughs> yeah. So I went to SUNY school, State University of New York. I went to two different SUNY schools. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one was a, a, a two, they had a two-year computer art program that was supposed to turn into a four-year program while I was there. Uh, it did not. <laughs> it didn't? Why, do, why didn't it? What happened? It seems like the a guy, big, big plan so he, to not follow through on that. That's weird. So when I visited the school when I was a senior in, in uh, high school, this guy, I can't even remember his name. The guy in charge of the program was there. He showed me the whole school. He talked up. He was into it. He was that guy that cared. Yeah. And I, I and he's like, and I'm going to, you guys are going to be the first class of this four-year computer art program. It's going to be amazing. Everyone that comes through this program is going to go work for Pixar. And I was like, hell yeah, that's me. Mm -hmm. When I got there in the fall, he had quit. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, wow. Did he get a job at Pixar? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what happened to the guy. Um, but but uh, he was our advocate and he was gone. Now, grown up Bill would be like, would immediately go to the administration place and be like, yo, give me my money back because I was sold a bill of goods that's gone. Yeah. But I didn't yeah. know. I was 18. I was like, I guess I'll just do my thing. Yeah. Um, so it. Our last semester there, we went to the new guy in charge. And we're like, yo, is this happening? We we need to know what we're doing next year. And he was like, oh, no, it's not happening. So we scrambled. Um, Brittany and I and a couple of our friends transferred to another school that had a four-year degree in computer art. Now, this is general computer art, not not anything specific. Right. Um, so, again, we transferred it. We were able to transfer everything to another uh, SUNY school. And I finished and got my degree there. And that's where I met my buddy Sven. Yeah. Um, now, a couple things I wish uh, I had gotten out of it. Uh, I wish I had done more art and less of other things. Uh, I took, I had to take U.S. history again. I had already taken it twice in high school. <laughs> happened to fail it once. That was on me. But I didn't need to take U.S. history a third time. <laughs> yeah. It would have been much better if I had used that time to, say, take a class on how to earn a living with my art. Mm -hmm. That was another thing. I wish I had taken classes or I learned more about how to get a job with my art. And I wish I had taken a couple classes on just the basics of running a business. Yeah. Business classes. I, I, that is another regret of mine. I wish I would have mm -hmm. done it. I, at the time it was like, I'm not going to need that. That looks Burr. terrible, boring, mm -hmm. lame. It would have really benefited me. It would have helped. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there, there, are, there, are, I definitely <laughs> left college wanting, uh, but, I didn't really know that until like 15 years later. <laughs> I had a great time in college. I did learn a lot. Um, a lot of the technical stuff I learned about computer art specifically, 3D modeling and all of that, I didn't learn from the school. Uh, I learned that from the internet and my friends. Mm -hmm. uh, so so there are part of me that thinks maybe instead of transferring to another school, my friends and I should have just gone and rented a house together and just practiced our art for two years. Mm. It would have been cheaper. I'm sure. And I'm sure you guys would have done that. You would have been very, very disciplined about <laughs> just practicing art and not like, party! <laughs> well, that, those group of friends did, the four of us did move into a house after college and we did party a lot and we did play a lot of <laughs> video games, but we did also work on our art uh, and then eventually moved to Seattle where three of them worked for Bungie. So, nice. oh, wow. yeah. So uh, I, but I do regret not practicing my art more than that is for sure. Sure. Uh, now, would I do it again? That's a big question. Would I go through the college thing again? 
Uh, yes. Uh, I met my wife and my best friends in college, and it was worth it for that alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, my schools were super cheap. I think by the end, I did have to take out student loans. Uh, by the end of college, I owed about $10,000, uh, and I have since paid that off. So I, I know that a lot of people aren't in that boat, um, and I am glad that I am. Yeah. So I didn't get all the value out of college that I now wish I had, Yeah. but at least I didn't spend a ton of money on it. Yeah. So I feel... Kind of lucky. That you got way. a nice in the middle kind of kind of arrangement. You know what I mean? Like yes. not not yeah. eternal debt. A good experience. Maybe stuff you should have done but didn't do. Little regrets. Lots of hap. Yeah, you know, it's good. That's where I'm at too. That's how I feel yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I played a lot of Counter Strike. <laughs> yeah. That's how it's um, supposed to be. I had a lot of really good experiences. I played in a cover band for like a week. It was so much fun. And uh, I would pay the ten or twenty grand to have that experience again. All right. Uh, so that it was worth it for me. But it, it maybe it just didn't not do all a up whole front. lot. It maybe. didn't do a whole lot for my art. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, sure. which is the ironic part because since yeah. that's what you were going for. Yeah. So uh, so as a young person looking to get into art as a career, just do lots of art. Really find a safe place to fail, um, where you can hone your craft and make a name for yourself. So maybe that's a college. Maybe that's a cheap college. Uh, even a community college or maybe you and your friends just rent a house get part-time jobs and fill your free time practicing your craft like there are a lot more options out there to consider and maybe do that for a little while and then decide to go to art school but just remember what value it is you want to extract out of the experience and make sure that you are being responsible for doing that extraction nice well done this is good advice for everyone listening uh, Bill, as always, you leave us with a little tidbit, like a little morsel, a little dessert, a little wafer oh, thin, yeah. wafer mint at the end of the meal. What do you got today? <laughs> uh, the uh, puppet maker and performer Barnaby Dixon put out a little video. He made a new puppet. It's a little fish. Oh, so if you look yeah. up uh, Tiny Glowing Fish on YouTube or Barnaby Dixon, D-I-X-O-N, you'll see he made a puppet that is a little fish that he puppets from above. Like a marionette. So that he can drop it down into a fish tank and swim it around and film it from the side. Oh, very nice. I just thought that was so clever. Yeah, look at that. It's like a little marionette uh, thing, and then he's Mm -hmm. working it there. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's Uh, cool. It's great with the movements, too. Yeah, and he's he's so good. If you haven't watched the rest of his puppets, just dive in that rabbit hole this afternoon and enjoy it. It looks like it's glow in the dark, or I guess it's um, black light. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Lit as opposed to having like a <laughs> like uh, batteries and uh, mm-hmm. LEDs or something. That's very cool. Uh, the chat room suggests Lasard suggests you just use it to freak out the other fish in your tank. So, oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. totally good. They're like going to be like tucked in the corners as far away from this thing as they can get. Yeah, seems like <laughs> seems like the right thing to do. Uh, Bill Duran, uh, always talking to you is always the right thing to do. And we're glad to have you here. Uh, PunishProps.com. Of course, Jim Beard on Twitter. We will see you next week, sir. Have a fantastic week. Take it easy, guys. Bye now. Bye. We kind of went Skypey at the end. Yeah. All right. Justin Robert Young in the wings, ready to blow our minds with his hot takes and his mm-hmm. uh, amazing things to say. <laughs> the jury will now enter. That's right. These are their stories. No, no, diddly, diddly. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Justin Robert Young joining us from the West Coast is the best coast. Justin, welcome to the show. Welcome back to Tuesday. How are you? Hello, friends. How are you? I'm all right. Good. And Doing you have okay. been changing your uh, your studio, your background. Oh, yeah. you've been. Uh, I saw you walking yesterday. You were like walking around like Jim Cramer. It was great. 
Oh yeah, we're uh, we are in full metamorphosis here on the uh, on the Justin R. Young channel, mm. uh, doing some rebranding, and uh, we are we are changing the set. I do want to take it a little bit more in an, an active direction mm. because uh, I feel like the the show's better, and I like doing it more. Yeah, mm -hmm. opens up that diaphragm. They say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking around, you can think more while I'm walking while you're walking around. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a much more physical Justin. You'll see that later today when we throw it over to him yes. after the show. So mm. stick around. Physical yeah. Justin. That's Phys it. Yeah, yeah come mm. on. Physical Get, Justin. I'm uh, like like a thirst trap with political opinions. That's right. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash thirsty Justin. No, don't look that up. Um, all right. So uh, hey, Justin's here. We're going to talk about some stuff. He is uh, our 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 voice of political reason. Comes on Tuesdays. We talk about issues in the political sphere that happen to be going on. Uh, I think we should probably talk about this TikTok thing because it uh, is is it's become the week's biggest. Well, not the biggest it's gonna story. It's going to tremendously but, affect Scott's entertainment. Uh, uh, I mean, I will admit, bathroom. I I will admit, I am an avid user of the service. I like TikTok, and I like it because it gives me the stuff I think is funny, and it seems to give it to me endlessly. So when I'm really in a bummer mood and I just want to go sit on the porch and scroll through something that makes me smile, I get. Funny dogs, funny cats, babies that crack me up. Like the algorithm knows what I think is funny. Like that literally worked. I think we've talked about this a little bit with you mm -hmm. before, mm -hmm. but it worked yeah. for me. So people think it's just dancing teens. Sure, I guess your first couple of days will be, but depending on what you actually like, they've figured out a way to give it to you. Now, we can get into all the ins and outs about your security breach your perpetrator like but we can go all the way down that thing if we want but more, but it's more interesting i think to talk about this idea that for at least a hot minute uh it was looking like the u.s government in particular trump had said to the press pool aboard air force one that he was he was going to ban the ban uh, and you know the rumors were true he was going to ban the app in the u.s uh yeah and then then he didn't uh, because I, the, the the word is people around him were like, whoa, 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 hold, slow down. Maybe this Microsoft thing would be good. Also, there's a lot of pro-Trump people on the service who are not going to be happy about us shutting it down, blah, 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 blah. And now they're not doing it. And the only weird twist about it now is there's still the looming threat of it. Like, we'll see, like, maybe if, if Microsoft buys it, then then maybe we will never we won't ban it. Um, so they're not like throwing the the, uh, the the ban option out the window entirely, um, but then also suggested no 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 they've said it's September fifteenth it's gone unless it's bought by an American company. Oh okay, so I missed that part. All right, so so there's yeah. an ultimatum, there's a time, there's all that. Yeah. Uh, and then he also said in a press conference, he thinks the federal government should get a cut of the deal, which I think is a really weird thing to ask, but also a very Trumpy key thing to money, ask. Yeah, a key yeah. money element of it. Uh, which, uh, to be honest, I, I will I will kind of end my commentary on that part here because I don't know what the what the hell that means either. Is like, a, is that a direct payment to the federal government? Like, is it just that they want the money to like stay in America and not get parked off off offshore like uh, a lot of these tech companies do? Like. There's there's just a lot that I don't understand. So it sounds yeah, like, if, it if, sounds if, like if, if you're looking for answers there, I have none for you. <laughs> yeah, I, whoever has answers, let me know because right now my assumption is it sounds like protection money, or it sounds like I, I don't know what to call it. It sounds weird. It sounds like a yeah, weird you deal. got me. Yeah, I have no idea either. All right, so back to the the point of this though. 
uh, yeah. the political expedience of whether he banned it or not, what do you think that would mean or do? Like, does it doesn't even matter. Like, we're talking about an app that is really, and I fully admit as a user of the service, it's just the dumb time. I'm having a dumb time with it. Mm-hmm. It's not, I never, I never use that app and go, oh man, the world. I am being so productive right now. <laughs> right. Like, it's just this, <laughs> this stupid, stupid waste of time. Yes. Of which we have many um, of those things, but why is it such a political hot point? And is it, okay, let me, let me back it up. There's some talk. Uh, I just want to throw this in the mix so you can have it. As I part swear of your to God, at some point within the next ten minutes, there'll be a question. <laughs> I, there will be. Let me. I have so many. Okay, let me ask you this one. Do you think any of this? Do you think any Am of I this? Am I going to have to go in order from, no, from the yes, beginning of no, the rant? Or? No, you will have full carte blanche after I say this one thing. <laughs> if do you think it's bec- it's retaliation for the Oklahoma ticket thing, which was uh, blamed on. The, the low attendance of the Oklahoma event was blamed on TikTok kids and TikTok teens, yeah, and uh, uh, freaking uh, K-pop fans. K-pop fans. Yes. Uh, do you think that that's the big motivator here? That they're still just sore about that, and it's easy to justify because you can also say, "Well, and we think the Chinese government, blah blah blah." So your take, Justin, and then you can take this anywhere you want to go. No. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Justin. Uh- <laughs> Excellent. All right, we'll that's, talk to that's you That's my week. answer. My answer to do I think this is about the Tulsa rally? No, I don't believe it's about the Tulsa rally. I think the problem with the Tulsa rally was that, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this, there's a global uh, crippling death cloud pandemic. And uh, as it turns out, the uh, president's reelection campaign underestimated how much that would make people not want to be in a uh, uh, enclosed structure with the uh, 19,000 other screaming people. So mm. I think that's what Tulsa was about. Uh, you know, fake ticket requests have come in before. There's a, the, you know, the, 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 this is not about that. This is about China. Um, right now, left and right, Democrat and Republican, including leadership of the Democratic Party like Chuck Schumer, are... China hawks. And that is becoming an increasingly popular position, uh, again, across the aisle. Uh, People are less and less positive about the Chinese government. Uh, And so if that's the case, this is what happens in politics. You say, okay, well, this has now come into favor. All right, people who have been on this thing for longer than it was popular, give us your list of things that you would do. And so that's where, when Trump was running in 2016, it was like, well, China trade deals. We're getting uh, killed on trade deals. We're getting uh, uh, ripped off in terms of intellectual property. Uh, we are uh, entering into deals where we are closing factories here so we could use cheap factories there. It's just these long-standing lists of issues with people that have had longer grievances with this than the, the, the newcomers to the bandwagon. Okay. As far as TikTok goes... Look, we just had a five-hour, um, a five-hour uh, uh, hearing with uh, four of the top CEOs in tech, wherein they all had to explain exactly what they are doing with our data and whether or not it is improper. So, graft all those questions onto the idea of now all that data, all that information can go to the Chinese Communist Party. Like that's that's effectively any question you would have about Facebook, any question you would have about Twitter, 
you know, there have been uh, uh, points of uh, contention where, uh, you know, TikTok was like scraping your clipboard and stuff like that. So it would actually be more onerous in terms of the data that they are scraping, not to mention the location data. And so for China Hawks, which again are now kind of in ascendancy, uh, this was something where it was uh, worth nipping it in the bud and it creates a kind of perfect storm of now. All right. Well, you got to sell this thing in, uh, uh, you know, by September 15th. And the condition of it is you got to have a place where um, you, you, you got to have a data storage where you're not sharing anything with Beijing and you have to rewrite the app within, you know, if you're going to not take it down, <laughs> then you have to rewrite the app in 45 days. Uh, so it, it shares no original code with the the first version of it while maintaining all the functionality that the user base likes. Yeah. And if that's the case, there's only a few people that could do it. And two of them in Google and Facebook probably couldn't buy TikTok because it would be another antitrust anti-competitive thing so if that's the case it really only lays it down to microsoft amazon and apple and at this point microsoft seems like they're the furthest along but axios reported yesterday that apple might be interested and i wouldn't be shocked if amazon's name in, is in there uh by the end of this considering the fact that you know uh that's how amazon bought twitch was yeah. they let they let things get way advanced in talks with google and then they just came in and said yeah but you know you know, if you get bought by Google, you're going to be YouTube live in a year and a half. And if you come with us, you can still be your own brand. Yeah. It's interesting to see if any of those other offers might be real. Tom, according to Tom Merritt, the Internet's tech maven and uh, smart guy. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> he vetted some information and reported that this company could be valued. The valuation right now, early valuation would be somewhere in the $50 billion range. $50 billion. Wow. For for TikTok, the user base, the the breadth, the breadth and the 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 use of that thing is that big and that valuable. Um, the bank accounts of all you the companies you mentioned could all do it. But you're totally right. Like Google does it, they immediately get, especially in Europe, a huge spotlight of antitrust they stuff can't, happens. They can't. They Facebook can't and it. Google are out. Like yeah, like they, they I mean they're 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 getting the micro the the, the microscope on uh, buying instagram seven years ago like uh, uh that that is that is not going to happen right microsoft doing it makes some sense from the standpoint of they used to be the uh the ire of everybody when it came to antitrust in the 90s and early aughts and they aren't yeah. anymore so but they've got the deep pockets for it so they could totally afford it and uh and by the way it's 50 billion dollars if it were just selling Right, I right, got right, a right. feeling that like when there's a ticking clock on you're not going to have any US users uh without people going through a VPN to use it. Yeah. Um that that uh uh that probably makes it a uh, everything must go kind of pricing structure mm -hmm. at least you know comparatively to if if ByteDance were just saying, okay, well, we're just going to, you know, kind of sell it because we think that the price is high enough. So some 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 outside evidence tells me that if it got banned, there are a whole lot of teens, like their primary base of this of this app, who are fully prepared with mobile mobile VPN solutions and otherwise to get this done. Like we are raising Generation Z is going to be the most VPN ready generation of all time. 
They're gonna own I mean, it, man. It would it would certainly be a larger spike in it, but there's no doubt that it would kill TikTok. Oh, it would, it would. It'd be bad. Like yeah. yeah it would I mean that it, it's about ease of use. TikTok's base is there because it's the easiest social media platform to get involved with. You just open the app and before it's not asking you like, what are your interests? Do you like gardening? Do you like Ellen? Do you like, <laughs> uh, you know, basketball? Like, you know, every other social media platform, you have to go through this little survey to find your true dream match. TikTok is just bat, like first thing, open it up. And it's, you know, a rod doing a weird dance. And then it's, you know, some Texas tween telling you about uh, uh, why she hates coffee or something. Yeah, well, you're right. I mean, that is kind of the experience, and they have made... I mean, part of the reason I like it is not only is the content kind of mindless and entertaining, the the way you use it is just, oh, I don't like that flip. Immediately, there's a new thing. Immediately, a new thing. Immediately, a new thing. Oh, I want to see more of that guy? Swipe left. All right, now I'm looking at all yeah. his videos. I'm sick of that guy? Swipe back to the thing? I'm back in my timeline. Okay, cool. Keep scrolling, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Like, it's just ridiculous that way, and... The value in it for somebody like Microsoft, obviously, is just this massive base of users. And oh, I mean, this is it, it. Just this doesn't happen. Yeah. Like this has in my. I mean, Tom would really be the expert on this, so you should ask him tomorrow. But in my my general <laughs> understanding of this, something of this size being sold this fast for reasons that are like it's going to go away. And whether or not you believe that the U.S. government has the ability to do this, mm -hmm. ByteDance believes that they do because they're selling it. Mm -hmm. if, if, if ByteDance believed that they could fight the federal government on this, they would. Mm -hmm. But the, as, as far as that got was ByteDance saying, hey, we'll sell it, but we still want to ma uh, uh, maintain a, a percent stake in it. And then when, when that is Friday, apparently when Trump came out and said, no, nope, I don't care. You're getting banned. That's when by dance is like, fine, 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 fine. We'll sell everything. Yeah. So can just, we're, none of us are legal scholars, so I don't know. Is this even a thing you can do? Like, it seems like banning the app. If you have enough national security concerns about something like a, yes, a social media app, then you just tell the two main stores and anybody else hey sorry it's off you're done like i don't know how does it go off on my phone how do they re how do they enforce that like i don't understand how any of that works maybe you don't know either and i'm asking i i i don't know like if it comes down to it i don't know the exact machinations but uh you know national security rules are national security rules and if there's any companies that know them it's google and mm. uh google and apple because you know, go ahead and take a look at those Snowden slides. Mm -hmm. It's not like they are unfamiliar with national security rules and the, the the games they have to play with the big boys in terms of data sharing. And I do think that there is a, a, a side of this that, um, you know, uh, uh, people can say like, oh, well, like this is going to China and not America, but it's not like America, like our security agencies don't use data from our social networks and and part of that is true uh the the difference is that it's us there and is, not them <laughs> is that the difference well no the, the the difference culturally the difference is that there are there's the ability of a snowden in america yeah right yeah like whether or not you believe in in edward snowden there were free uh, press entities that could run the things that he was printing, right? 
that those articles are still up. Those slides are still up. They right. didn't just get disappeared from the internet. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, there is no free press in China. Number two, uh, if you are doing business on the mainland, you play ball with the government. Yeah. That's it. Them's the rules. Yeah. Like, uh, and that there's there's no wiggle room. There's no like thumbing your nose at the uh, at the people up top. You play by the rules, or bad bad things can and will happen. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, uh, uh and yeah. so and so now it's like the question is, you know, the head of ByteDance, the CEO of ByteDance. Um, had a company before that didn't work. He said that in his next company, he would work closer with uh, the government and with, uh, you know, in implementing Xi Jinping's way of uh, way of thinking. And so that's part of the the fear here is that not only have they used location data to um, identify people, including some of the Uyghur population that are being put in, you know, re-education camps, and I'll use gigantic air quotes um, there, uh, including some that there was a report yesterday that showed 20 women that had uh, been taken from those Uyghur re-education camps outside of China had escaped, uh, found out that they were forced sterilized. Jeez. Mm. That And they had no idea that that had happened. Mm. Like, they did not consent to it. They were, uh, it, it, it's a population control right. thing. Yeah. Um, and ByteDance has handed over location data to identify those people for collection to the Chinese government. Yeah. So it's like, like you said, they have to play ball in China. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the security risks here are that, uh, like, so the Apple beta for the new iOS is what, what is what set all this off when people notice the clipboard thing. Um, because the new yeah, which of is iOS, like the, TikTok's not the only app that's done that. Um, of course not. But it is certainly not. an aggressive move. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty aggressive. And the thing is, nobody would have known. Well, you, maybe they would have figured out some other reverse engineer way. But but some developer was just running the beta, and the beta now says uh, it pops up with a warning, like it would with Hey, do you want to use your Bluetooth right now? Or Hey, do you want to use location data only now, or always, or only when the apps open? All those kinds of warnings that you give permission for camera and microphone and all that. It was like one of those, but it said, hey, this app, TikTok, wants access to your clipboard. Yeah. And it didn't used to be a permission request. Now it is. And that, and that's what sent off all, you know, that that is a very bothersome thing to do. I don't know what other apps do it. I'm sure others do. But that's pretty lame. Somebody's copying pay- passwords. Somebody's copying, you know, mm-hmm. significantly personal data or something uh, yep. on their on there. And that's, that's bad. It's very bad. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, somebody said Disturbed Angel says they've noticed Chrome on mobile skimming the clipboard as well. So, I mean, wow. it, it may be happening all the time. And, and and that's my other problem with this whole conversation, not yours, but around this issue or around TikTok. I really don't know how much of it is a security risk. How much of it is just propaganda about it being a security risk and that we know that by the by their very nature, Chinese companies have to answer directly to the top of China and they have to they have to work that way. So therefore, default position is a more more of a security risk like i don't know i don't know i don't actually know who to believe like is when i'm out on the porch last night looking at dumb fart videos you know dogs yeah. dogs farting was i what was i giving them i don't know nothing mm-hmm. i can think of that's any good all my clipboard data is boring 
<laughs> well, I mean, but yeah, I think I think we can all agree this isn't the you know uh, uh, well if you have nothing to hide then you should be uh, cool with the government or anybody foreign government our government going through it. Uh, uh, trust and believe uh, this is what I hope will continue to be a larger conversation of privacy uh, in terms of our data uh, writ large, including in our own country. Yeah. Like I, 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 I do not mean this to say that that the that the U.S. government is is totally innocent of uh, uh, taking more data than they should and and locating people with it and using some of the technical treat uh, the technical uh, things that we use. I mean, including hell for these protests you know they were there was a plane that was literally flying over oakland circling over oakland mm -hmm. uh during the protest yeah a and plane? it was there Not to act as a cell tower oh okay gotcha oh really yeah wow. so because it would ping anybody who was live streaming or you know uh, uh texting or whatever it would act as a cell tower to uh, uh collect that data so it would know more about the people that were down there wow these are surveillance tactics that are employed by our government because for safety reasons right and mm. it is contingent upon the tools we use love and uh you know could be as innocent as uh, a, a bunch of fart videos and mom daughter dances like on tiktok or as serious as telling your family that you're okay because they see chaos on the news. Mm. Was uh, did that? How did you feel on a very personal level when you knew that plane was out there doing that? Does that make you inclined to go, "Whoa, hold on"? Or does that make you go, "Yeah, that seems like a reasonable use of data"? Like, where where do you stand on that kind of stuff? Personally, oh, I think it's terrible. Okay, it's bad. Yeah, I think it's bad too. <laughs> like, I think it's very bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would I would classify that. As bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know yeah. if it's that obvious that you would think it's bad. I mean, I don't know. There are some things. Why like, not? What? 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 What would make you think that I'm that I'm a a defender of a Big Brother scraping any data? No, no, no. I learned a long time ago. This isn't about that. This is about me assuming how you feel about anything. So, oh this, sure, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to assume anything. I'm, but uh, yeah, obviously, it seems obvious that this is bad. I don't want a plane flying mm -hmm. around and saying. We've pinpointed Scott. How do you know? Uh, he's we got uh, his phone. He's he just, watching dog yeah. fart videos. He just he just <laughs> liked a he just liked a photo on Instagram. Go go go! Like I don't I don't want that in my life. But I guess it's there. Yeah. And if you want, if people are going to get real cynical, I guess we're way in. We're we're there. Uh, I guess we're 100. well. Yeah, I mean, part of it is the tools that we use. Yeah. Right. If if we want to be off the grid, then you can meet in person. Uh, if you want the ease of communicating with a computer in your pocket, then you have to understand that there's going to be a backdoor the same way there was a backdoor for uh, uh, cell phones and the same way there's a backdoor for wiretaps on wired phones, on telegraphs, right? Like, like there's uh, all systems are hackable. It's just uh, where we're okay with the privacy trade-off and where we're okay with, uh, you know, how our government acts uh you know in terms of exploiting those backdoors and and spying on its own people and i i think that there should be tremendous bars to clear uh uh to do that and the more cavalier the government gets the less i like it yeah i don't like it either all right well backdoor 2020 not just a great porn film it is the state of the <laughs> union uh all right uh oh speaking also of state of the watchable union watchable on tiktok <laughs> yeah isn't State of the Union coming up? Don't we have that like soon? And how does that look right now? How does that thing work? 
That seems oh man, that seems like a rough Do one. Do we have the state of the union? Isn't it? Don't we have something soon? Or am I am I have this in my wrong? I may be wrong about this. Hold on. The union. What no. Day? Okay. It was February fourth. 20... Yeah. Don't they the do it every one. six months or something? No. <laughs> it's every six months. I thought there was one every six months or something. What are you talking about? I don't know why I thought that. Is that weird? You thought the State of the Union was every six months? Yeah, isn't it? So we had a we had a spring and fall State of the Union. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, <laughs> for some reason in my head, I thought there was like a. Let me let me let me let me let me let me definitively <laughs> say since NBC. apparently I'm I'm too much of a fence rider. Let me definitively say that the State of the Union is once a year. <laughs> wow, you've really taken <laughs> a strong be, position that'll here. That'll be telling you happy. Yeah, she'll be very yeah. happy about that. Well done. Uh, all right, Justin. As always, uh, riveting conversations can be had not only here on Tuesdays but on your channel and on your podcast. Do you want to tell people where they can go this week to get something cool? Indeed, yeah. So if you want to hear a lot more about. Um, the other tech hearings that happened with Facebook, Microsoft, or sorry, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, and Google, you can uh, listen to the Friday episode of the Politics, Politics, Politics podcast with your friend of mine, Molly Wood, who made her oh. PX3 debut Very on the cool. show. And I thought it was great. If you if you want to hear more about the roadmap of where we're going with some of these antitrust things, then uh, uh, please go listen to that. And then, of course, uh, twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young is where you can watch the politics 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 live stream monday tuesday thursday and friday we're coming up with new stuff it is uh, if, if you haven't watched it in a while i guarantee you it's uh, gonna be like no other twitch stream you have seen it's gonna be like mad money yo all right dude we'll yeah, see you soon dog. bye <laughs> all right jim kramer mad that money. was to prove that you knew who jim kramer was yeah oh yeah yeah, just in case someone somebody, in the chat room wanted to take a shot. Somebody accused you in the chat room about not knowing who Jim Cramer was. I knew. Someone said that. I knew who Jim Cramer is. said that, yeah. Why would they say that? I don't know. Why is the chat room even... in... Uh, is, it, they are hell-bent on giving They're me shit today. your butt tonight. They today. are totally up my butt today. I don't know why. How you like it up there? Set a spell. <laughs> Enjoy yourself while you're in there. All right. Uh, hey, Brian, uh, to take us out today, a quick mashup. A bonus. Yay! From Jamie. This is a great one. Because it has to do with our old pal, Third Eagle of the Apocalypse. That's right, the co-prophet of the end times. Yay! And, uh, Love this. I hope you'll enjoy this. Here you go. Welcome to Revelation Unraveled. I'm your host, William Tapley, also known as the Third Eagle of the Apocalypse and the co-prophet of the end times. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> now, it should be obvious that Stacy is at least a witch with her black fingernail polish. The mark of the beast appears on the forehead of Barack Obama. Oh, this is comical. <laughs> what is it going to take to wake you up? Are you there? Clear the road and clear the air here, there, and everywhere. I said that many, 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 many times. A rather vulgar, crude, crotch-grabbing dance. I don't know why they have to have logos for every time the Pope goes somewhere. <laughs> De rigueur. Daddy is Satan. Are you going to put them on your ridiculous? And he was a very famous and evil, actually, pagan king. The way you put me on your ridiculous. God is warning us. God is warning us. Are you paying attention? A lampedusa cross. He lives among the beasts and he 
Christ's grass. Vladimir Putin. Satan has six gold teeth above, six gold teeth below. And of course, we know those are numbers of the beast. I guess that's supposed to be some kind of a joke. These creepy clowns are predicting the soon appearance of the Antichrist. The gay agenda. The shape of horns. The tree in Nebuchadnezzar's dream was still thriving and grew underground, as in all internet connections with iPhones, as the fruit. This will be destroyed later. I'm not sure. It doesn't say that in the Bible. It's overwhelming. Now, I don't want to be too explicit, but that's a very nasty image. Let's take a close-up. Somewhat like a transvestite. Twerking is a imitation of animal sex. UFOs are demons. YouTube blocked true prophecy. And the male end fits into the female end perfectly. The mother effing gentleman. Even in tough times, Trump knows the way. Oh, that's one of my favorite uh, things he's done. I love that. Absolutely. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. Oh, wow. That was really great. Put that on your ridiculous or whatever yes. he says. Oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> I don't know what he says. That's <laughs> uh, What a disgusting image. Let's take a closer look. <laughs> Let's take a closer look. <laughs> that was really good. Jamie, you outdid yourself, dude. Well done on that. Um I loved it. If you ever do another one of those, I would not turn it down. Okay, quick no, fan service for said a, that many, 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 many times. Many times. All right, we're gonna do this for a listener real quick. Fan service. It's time for some fan service. This is for Chase Beyond. And uh, by the way, if you guys have a product, project, or thing that you guys want us to mention at the bottom of the show, because these weird times means it's harder to get your stuff out there, we'd love to do it. Just send me an email. Uh, themorningstream at gmail.com and we'll hook you up. Uh, Chase Beyond says, I've been listening to you guys since back around 2012 and I'm a first time writer. Thank you for this fan service opportunity. I'm a broadcaster on Twitch TV or twitch.tv rather of two years uh, going by the name Chase Beyond, just like it sounds. C-H-A-S-A-S-E Beyond. Um, I stream two out of every three days on a rotating schedule, full-time firefighter and EMT every third day. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'll bet he has stories. That's really cool. Um, I have relatively modest and friendly community, and we're close to a thousand followers. Would appreciate any kind of support from any of the Frog Pants family. I am a variety PC streamer, uh, PC game streamer is what he means, who currently streams Fallout 76, soon to be Souls like, uh, and let's see, Monday through Wednesday platformers, thir- uh, Thursday mm. through Saturday, and community brawl, Hala and Jackbox on Sundays. These are all great games. I'm, I may have totally. to watch them. Yeah. Uh, I can be found at twitch.tv slash chase beyond. Thanks again. I love and appreciate you guys and all the frog pants community chase beyond. Well, chase, we're happy to do it, dude. So Very go cool. give them a watch and uh sub up to chase beyond on Twitch. I'm going to be doing that today. And I, thank you for doing what you do on your third days. Yeah. It's very cool, man. I, uh, yeah. I know he's got stories. Some of those guys have seen some business. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, we need people like him anyway. Uh, so go check that out. And if you want to send us your own fan service, you can, the morning stream at gmail.com. We'll put it right here on the show. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. You can go to patreon.com slash TMS to support us. And uh, if you stick around till Friday and you support us, you get a free weekly show this week. So be here for that. All right, Brian, that's it. Song. Yep. Let's go. Okay. Louis Loyo or Louis Loyo 
who's donated so many games that we give away on Babel Royale. Big thanks to uh, Louis or Lewis. I want, I'm going to say it's Lewis, but I want him to call in or or put in one of his requests the pronunciation so I don't butcher it if I'm doing it wrong. Sure. Uh, hi, Scott and Brian, longtime listener, second time song requester, this time for my birthday. I would request a Rush cover, but honestly, most of them are not up to par. So let's try something different. How about a Kiss cover? The one that Extreme did on Kiss My Ass uh, is a personal favorite. This is a, an album that came out in 1994, Classic Kiss Regrooved, and it features a bunch of different popular artists doing um, Kiss covers. Actually, it's actually really good. Um, this is the one that he requested. Oh, he says, can we test the ship's phasers, by the way? Oh, he wants us to test the ship's phasers. We can totally do yes. that. This is now in test the Hall of the Fame. Uh, test the ship's phasers. Hold on. Why, why isn't it right up top? It should be. If it's not, I'll move it there. Hold on. Let's test the ship's phasers. There it is. Aw. Yeah. Good tribute. Rest in peace. Uh, thanks for all you do. Stay safe. Signed, Lewis. So, um, yeah, this Kiss My Ass Classic Kiss Regrooved uh, album features bands like Gin Blossoms and Toad the Wet Sprocket. Yes, they're two different bands. Dinosaur Jr., The Lemonheads, The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Lenny Kravitz, and even Garth Brooks doing a cover of Kiss's Hard Luck Woman. The song that Louie wanted to hear is called strutter performed by the band extreme and uh i have more than words to describe what i how i feel about this song here's strutter by extreme see you guys tomorrow
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Would you like me to tilt your chair back? Shut up.